Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amin Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by the esteemed panel, Jay Skills, Big Jerv, Black Trey. Hell of a show for you guys today. We're, we're going to talk about Uber XL etiquette. Is every Uber XL created equally? The answer is no. We'll tell you why, because of Jerv's wild weekend. We're going to recap BMF, and we're going to talk a little bit also later about MLK Day, man, and the statue that came up in Boston. It looks like a dick. Yeah, you want to stay tuned for that. But first, patreon.com slash count the things. Make sure you are locked in. You get the extra content like the OG pod, like the watch-alongs, like the Discord, all that stuff, and much, much more. Patreon.com slash Captain Things. Lock in on that. But first, get into a little conversation about whether an Apple Watch is considered jewelry. BMF be BMFing. Oh, man. The greatest show on earth, bro. Shout out to the fucking dad, bro. Listen. He's so easy to hate, isn't he? No, but but he's listen, real he's a fucking nut. No, yo. no, but for real, as much as we joke about bad shows and how you know power and stuff like that, I gotta give it credit. I gotta give credit to these actors, right? Because that dad, that actor, I don't, I forgot his real name. I don't. Oh, that's my man. Uh, hold on. Respect to his real name, but he's, he's respect he's to his real name. No, I'm saying, but he is playing that role so much that I'm always going to remember that nigga as. Mr. Flannery, 
This nigga knows. First of all, he messed up one of his vibes. The nigga got, she was, listen, she in the stolen lingerie trying to get jiggy. Not stolen, just <laughs> no, stolen no, no, just scam. Russell, Russell Hornsby, Russell Hornsby, Russell Hornsby. That wasn't scam. And that was that was the brother boy. Okay, it's okay. Bad yeah, exactly, it's bad. Okay, yeah, it was copped off bad parenting, right? But Russell Hornsby, he reminds me of Professor Ogilvy, two different niggas. Oh uh, yeah, but but <laughs> he reminds me of this nigga. But he also reminds me of Chris Rock's dad in Everybody Hates Chris. Off of his cheapness, yeah. but to be fair, we mad at this nigga for being a good dad. Yeah, real good we're, dad. We're to, yeah. Like, like I'm thinking about this. I said this nigga is never going to win on this show, right? For one, he's working two, three jobs. Right. His wife don't like, want to have like, sex like with him, Julius so he got right. Yes, so yes. he's listen. His wife don't want to have sex with him because she's tired. So this nigga got the spank tube uh, magazine, right? <laughs> So, so then so then his kids don't respect him his kids low-key stunting on him with drug yeah. money but he trying to like with you know trying to make an you, honest living you know why he's never gonna win on this show it's because we all know what happens to his kids like right. the niggas yes. become millionaires and falling yeah. at this broke ass thing is still out here trying to drive cars i feel for i feel it's for my so nigga funny. too when she hit him with the you broke the vows it's like what you mean? I was like, I mean, what you mean? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I was just trying while, to make like, while I, I think that's what I think she did exaggerate. He has to know. He has to know. He has to know his personnel. Now, now, this this is your church girls for you, Jerry. By the way, now, uh, is there a possibility that the new driver he hired from the plant? Was his side joint? His side piece, right? You got the nah, vibe. She, nah. she didn't look like a vibe at all. So first of all, <laughs> that wasn't a vibe. No, the, the fact the fact that listen, the fact that Southwest T called him, it was kind of shaky. Cause he hopped up like, hey son. Yeah. You know, like he was trying to hide some shit. But I guess in the preview of the next episode, she kind of down for the homies. Yeah, it's like a retaliation. We, we gotta beat. stand up for the da 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 or whatever. But right? like, I'm like, I don't know, was man. She, was she also a family friend? I don't even know about. Nah. Was she a family friend that the boys don't know about? But like, but the yeah. mom knows her. The mom knows her, and the kid, a kid, and the little sister knows yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. Stand up, bitch, like that. Y'all fell for a good trailer. She, I promise you, she's talking about the white dude. Um, at the airport that was fucking. No, she's talking about they slashed the tires. They slashed the tires on. Oh, you think it's the white dude that did that? You think yes. she also? Yeah, yes. no, it's it's definitely the white dude. Definitely, definitely. She's she's not she's not out here saying we got to stand up for ourselves versus Lamar. Trust me, that's not. No, no, not no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. This like low key, low key. Terry don't fuck with the wrong person, and it's almost on some mob shit, probably. Right? Mess with the wrong business, did all this other shit. You know what I mean? And they trying to do a clean way, but they also gonna be shooting at them niggas and trying to run them off the block, pretty much, in two different gangs, and then. Now Terry Terry gonna get to use like you know how you know how the nigga uh Rico said you got soldiers and you don't use them like he gonna finally sit his daddy down like yeah nigga let me get my hands dirty this is what I do you know what I'm saying because yeah. the little sister gonna get injured but I just think like it's so funny even the scene was very powerish where they put the baby formula in the can and Dog. the grand- and they were about to use it I won't lie man I didn't see it coming right because. They were like, where's the other pack? I'm like, yo, did did old girl take it? 
mm-hmm. like his 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 baby mama did uh did the p- cops take it we didn't see and then they all turned around in slow motion and saw mama pouring that shit into the i was like no i was in slow motion i thought that was a very good scene. yeah that was a good scene yeah, yeah, yeah. i like that it was it was good bro which i think about um, my boy b mickey man i'm off him bro i seeing him yeah, be the snitch bro he's mickey as fuck what, it's what it's breaking my heart seeing these niggas but, work but come police. on man they got them they got them. I, like i kind of look i don't condone snitching or whatever but like i kind of get it man this man's trying to take care of his moms and shit man. well that's like, how they like that's that's, that's how they're trying to play that's you, a, right they're trying to make it seem like oh meats don't care about ain't nobody tell that boy to get two bodies hey that's it listen his own karma coming back to him you still again the cop ain't lying though he ain't lying as far as sometimes you gotta make a choice for yourself but you gonna risk your life regardless. Who you want to die by? You want to die by Meech? But do y'all think or you want to die by? Y'all think that was really? The, do you think this is a fictionalized part of the story in terms no. of? He's okay. We know, like they told us last season, this dude did not exist. This B Mickey person. Yeah. No, he's real. No, he he he's real. real. He is real. He? He's real. Yeah, he yeah real. he's alive yeah, right he now. Real. He, he yeah. was he in just, the doc. The documentary. He just he just a fifty boy though. He ain't go BM. No, but I'm saying like in terms of. I thought he I thought he was Meech's right hand man. Oh, okay. I'm saying in terms nah, of. Nah, he ain't transitioning because he's still sitting there talking like because they used to ask him about Lamar yeah. and he was like, I'm not talking about that. Dude. I'm saying like Meech not giving a fuck about niggas even though he calling it BMF and like you know what I'm saying leaving his niggas basically like without enough bread to put moms up in a good spot. Cause that seemed kind of janky. Like if this your right hand man, he don't have enough bread to put moms. No, nah, but that's, but that's but no, no, it, no. But you gotta look at it like this, J skills. The nigga, how many niggas died that got bread that need to go fund me? Right. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This nigga got all the jewelry, but it's for self. This nigga meets mama work at Wendy's. Right. I mean, that's like, like well, that's because the nut ass pop won't let any of the nah, drug money. Nah, no, no, but I'm just saying at the end of the day, there's some selfishness to it. Right. No, nah, I mean, you know what I'm and saying? that's even on like the- this nigga got all his jewelry and he live in that bullshit ass house. Right. I want to jump topics, but that kind of remind me of the big scar situation. Mm-hmm. Like in that whole situation. What so I I'm not what happened with this? So, so ahead, Big Scar the rapper passed away mm-hmm. and Gucci Man gave 20 grand. Right? To mm-hmm. To pay for the funeral. Right. Now, last time I checked, because I just recently paid for funeral, it's 10 grand, brother. Right. Right. Whoever booked that whole, I mean, booked that funeral for 60 grand, that's on you. How does a funeral cost 60 grand? I mean, when you find out, let me know. But the sister goes online and complains that Gucci ain't do shit or didn't do enough. Well, she, what, what, gave- well, she said that he didn't even give the, 10 grand at first right so the so it was a whole drama between the sister the brother and the dad so the sister comes out and says gucci didn't give shit he asked for the chains back so all right back up real quick trey so big scar is a rapper that's on gucci's 1017 label so he had a you know pretty you know decent hit with the so icy boys he was starting to blow up a little bit um and yeah, he dies of an accidental overdose. Um, and then his sister comes out on IG or Facebook, whatever, saying Gucci didn't pay nothing for the funeral. And he called us or when we were on the phone with him, he asked for the chains back, the 1017 chains back. So then um, his little brother, Big Scar, little brother, get on IG live and showing money. Nigga, we don't need that 10 grand, but that, 
you ain't straight. You ain't straight. You shouldn't even feel straight with yourself doing niggas like that. You supposed to be the big, you know, the big dog. Like, that's how you treat niggas, blah, 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 right? And so then uh, also saying that, yeah, when we was on the phone with you, you said that you didn't have the money right now or didn't want to put up the money right now because your wife's birthday is coming up, right? So then uh, his wife, Keisha Kior, gets on IG and posts a receipt and says, yeah, he gave 10000 for the funeral, sent flowers, and paid another 10000 So these are the receipts from the funeral home. Mm. And so her sister, the sister was like, oh, this is the funeral cost sixty grand." And then I guess a couple of days later, then the dad came out and said, oh, everything is straight. You know, my son was tripping. You know, he loved his brother. Like he didn't, you know, he didn't mean to say whatever, whatever. Obviously they had other conversations. I'm sure went way more left than the ones that we heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the dad was just basically just apologizing for his kids. Like, yo, Gucci, you know, you good. We appreciate you, everything you did for him, you know, like, and basically that's how it all played out. I'm going to say it again. I know Twitter loves to say, don't tell people how to grieve. I'm going to tell you how to grieve. Don't do it on on fucking social media figure your shit out behind the scenes grieve the way you want to grieve i've seen too many of these things where somebody passes away and a family member goes crazy talking shit about people pointing fingers and then what ends up happening is like no no it was none of that shit you were just talking wild and it's like i get it because you're in an emotional state you lost a loved one but maybe that's why you should be on on the internet yep Point blank period. Yeah. Pro Bowl is in Vegas? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Right. Let me, see some, <laughs> let me look at it. The commercial came on the TV. I was like, I didn't I need your Nike tech police out Yo, there. No, before, not hold not on. the winterized one. Hold on. Before. Before we get out of here, bro, we got to talk about the MLK. Yeah, yes, we do. We yes, got to. Absolutely. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, bro. I know we I know we close on time. Let's close this out with this joint, bro. What was they thinking? Can I just say right now that when I saw it, the first thing I thought of was the Michael Jordan meme that Tracy. Mm-hmm. Which one? That was the first. Man, this is one of the most controversial topics we've ever had. Ironically, it was controversial to the rest of the world, not to us, though. There's a, a <laughs> there's a, a Photoshop of Michael Jordan. Remember when he won, uh, was it the 96? Is that picture from 96, Trey? That first one after his pops died. Nah, that was 91. Oh, it was 91? It was the first one. All right, so his first title, and he's got, like, the, the trophy, and he's sitting there, he got the hat mm-hmm. on, and he's kind of resting his head against the trophy. Yeah. In one of the great photoshops I've ever seen in my life, in terms of quality of work, someone replaced the trophy with a dick. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Dick. yeah. And it's it's a it's, it is the perfect dick riding right, meme. Right. Like this motherfucker dick riding. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's funny because when I said it like to some other group chats, niggas got upset, and the like. They were upset. Yeah, there was hey, they're gonna watch this dick or whatever, but they were more upset that it was Michael Jordan. I promise you niggas was like, no, no, you don't do that to MJ. I was like, what are you talking about, man? So, so when you see this sculpture, that's what it looked like. It looked like two hands holding like the biggest dick you've ever seen, man. Well, it looked like he's eating coochie to me. From the other angle. Yeah. The other angle is like him. <laughs> like he's knee deep in it. Yo, uh, but the other MLK thing is the Flyers, man. I love the Flyers. This is like an annual tradition no. now. It's, no, now, yeah, now I'm looking for them all the time. Yeah. Uh, Shout a, out to Atlanta. No, it's everywhere now. This one, let me show you. Which one is there? Is this one? This I was one. Nashville, the one, the one with the Tequila Casamigo party. No, I'm talking about this one. The, 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 the free at last. Oh, party. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> oh, that's new. That I didn't see yeah. that one. We got uh, we, this one is from Orlando, I believe. Yeah, the MLK Sunday. Yeah, where he got the chains. Got the chains. I love that. It's like the Mickey Mouse picture. Crazy. Yep. Now the one yep. where he's this smoke. He's at the hookah lounge with Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman. Is my favorite. Yeah, that's Atlanta. Yeah, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. Yo, it's kind of like it went from like I can't believe niggas would do this to actually this shit is kind of funny to now it's like all right, what we got this year, man. <laughs> I'll see what niggas do this yeah, shit. This, this is the Casamigos one is from Nashville, yeah. <laughs> this nigga got two bottles of Casamigos and a crown on. This shit is great. Oh, hey, man, that's that's the dream from the king, bro. That's what he really wanted to do. Yeah, I think that Atlanta one might be my favorite, man. Yeah, that shit is great. <laughs> Shout out to MLK, man. We. Oh, man. But yeah, man, that statue, is like, and it's so fitting that it would happen in Boston. Oh, yeah, of course. No, like, it makes perfect sense. They knew what they was doing. Yeah. Now, now you got some hands holding the dick from a different angle. Yeah. Hello. Or eating some coochie. Dep- it all uh, depends yeah. on your perspective. It, it, it definitely looks like he's holding some legs for sure. 
Why didn't they just do the whole? Why? Why would they cut that? Like, why they cut the head off, man? Like, why didn't they put? Why would they? Why, they why would the, they just have like a statue of, of their faces? Like, if you wanted to have both of them, like, what's the whole interpretive angle? I, I mean, because that's not it's not creative, my nigga. <laughs> Niggas is out here just super shroomed up on being creative. I promise you, Jerv, whoever designed that, we need on to true. we need to go back to Bijou in Boston and investigate. <laughs> Bijou is the super hook club in Boston that me and Jerv found ourselves at. What was what, what, why we were there? What this is? This was a uh, this, this was cold. I remember it was cold. This was uh um Sloan. Oh Sloan, Sloan weekend. Yeah, yeah. we were, me and Jerv said we gonna go out. We took Jay with us. Hey, but Jade had the time of his life. Hey, but you know the fucked up thing about that statue is it's probably a black person that designed it, and the white people that let him do it is probably so hot. <laughs> Bro, like, you know they hot. Like, what the fuck? They, they gave my nigga one shot, bro. <laughs> gave him one what's, shot. What's the, what, was the, what was the homie name from, uh, not Strictly Business, um, what was the shit with Eddie and Chris Rock? What? Uh, Robin Gibbons. Um, oh, Boomerang. Boomerang. Marcus Graham. Yeah. Boomerang. Yeah, Marcus. When, they let, when they let the homies do the, uh, the perfume commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with Strong J. Oh. John Jay, yes. Yo, man, that's just too funny. But anyways, that's going to do it for us on Black Opinions Matter. Remember, patreon.com slash count the things. Make sure you are locked in. No pod returns this week, so we took a few weeks off. I know, you know, uh, if you're a Patreon, you heard why we took a few weeks off of that, but we're back. Uh, we're going to bring it back to you, me, Trey, Waz, Tom and Zach. Uh, also, the uh, discords, the watch-alongs. We need to do one of these playoff games at some point. Maybe next week. I don't know. Be on the lookout for that if you're a Patreon. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Big Jerv. I'm Amina. I have to remind you to stay black, motherfucker.